I'm Patrick. And this is Will. And I'm Chris. And we are Guys With Issues. Issue number something. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Yeah. What are we on? What are you keeping what is track it eight? for? There we go. Pretty sure this is eight. Issue eight. Yeah, we're here. You guys are here listening. The one, ten, hundred, thousand, none. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All Maybe. the one oh. of you. But anyway, this is the next part of our ongoing saga. This will be that the third third episode now third episode. that we've done no. pertaining to a storyline that's going to end up having many more episodes <laughs> at this rate. Yes. Yeah. But we decided, you know, we've tried single story arcs, we've tried single comics, and now we want to do like a long running series to see how it... How uh, we feel about how it. How it feels. How, how it, you guys feel about it. How you guy feel. You, you folk out there... The one folks, you singular person, you folk or f- folks, or so if you're tired of folk, make, make sure you get that L in there. <laughs> All our folksers out there, folk. Why but, do we keep using that word? <laughs> why not? I don't know. It's good enough for me, it's and good. it's good enough for us. It's good enough for songs. I mean, <laughs> folk right. songs. I do own well, a banjo. Was, That's why we do it. There we go. I was going to say there's folk music, there's folklore, there's <laughs> folks. And, yep. So, but yes. uh, but before that, our traditional... It really is a shame we just lost our one listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hopefully they decide to come back and see if it goes anywhere. Hopefully. Uh, I know those moments that you think, do we cut this? Does this just end up on the cutting room floor? And then you think, nah, I'm going to leave it in and hope that somebody doesn't turn it off in the first two minutes. But. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Nothing will have the amount of edited cut content as the fabled issue. Right. (laughs) Ever. Nothing will ever touch that. <laughs> Until uh, somebody overdoes it on the alcohol and it gets a little too rowdy. <laughs> well, we all have full stomachs right now, so the alcohol is probably going to... And besides, be I have contained. my water now. Yeah, this is just going to slowly taper off as we fall We're going to all be sleeping by the end. <laughs> we're going to need you to email us, make sure we're still alive. <laughs> yeah. I suppose we talk about our buffoonery. Yeah, Pat, sir. what buffoonery do you have this week? So I got the new Zelda game. Ah, uh, Tears of the Breath Wild. Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Kingdom of the Breathless Wilds. Right. Kingdom of the Breathless Wilds. <laughs> so far it's uh, it's great. Like Nintendo knocked it out of the park. I've heard that it's it like, makes Breath of the Kingdom feel like a tech demo. Breath of the Wild, yes. No, did I say Kingdom? You did, I did, yeah. didn't I? <laughs> Breath of the Wild feel like a tech demo. Yeah, no, yes. it's it is. Yeah, it's How is great. it different? Because I've played Breath of the Wild. You have similar yet different powers. Okay. Yeah, I believe they're you more. You can expansive. strap rockets on. Yeah, you yourself. can build constructs and just go oh, crazy. Cool. Yeah. Um, I believe the some of the uh, shrines or whatever are longer, more complex. Oh. 
So but I've just, heard. Go ahead. They're sorry. not just. Uh, some of them are very battles. Because no. I know, like, some of the the in the first Breath of the Wild, the uh, some of the temples you just go into, you find this room, and you just you fight, fight somebody, this and yeah, that, robot, they're still in there. Depending on how hard they want to make the robot, they just give it more arms, <laughs> and so it has more weapons. And so was, level one, one so, arm. Level Little, two, yeah, two arms. Yeah, level three. <laughs> Basically, that's how they decided to scale that. Mm. How many weapons are we going to give this thing? But no, yeah, they they, they did a great job at least so far. It's great. I can't wait to get back into it. The person I share my office with uh, watches it like all day long, like little off to the side while they're working. Just listens all day. <laughs> Maybe I'll just block that site. I was gonna say, if <laughs> if the head of IT wants to really mess with this individual, I just find it interesting because this person has said they were planning on picking the game up, and I was like, "Then why are you watching the whole thing?" Like, That's I don't get that. That is, takes. Though. He's not ruined by watching it. For me, if I, I seeing some things won't dissuade me, but if I see too much of a game that's like that i just i lose interest in playing it myself i do it, it yeah that's the way uh because you love mass effect but you watch your wife play the third one and it kind of yeah, ruined it that's why i never it, played but... horizon my wife started playing it so much and i just i would see it and be mm-hmm. like uh it feels like i've already played it then i don't know for me it depends on the game if it's like a single player player story game there's no way i'm gonna watch it no, it's not only yeah. thing ruined. But if it's like, I don't know, what's breaks. the most toxic game thing I can think of? League of Legends. If it's League of Legends, it doesn't matter. You can just no, watch those matches. That's different. And... It's matches. Like, yeah, I used to watch Paladins a lot when I played but, a lot of Paladins. Okay, tangent on League of Legends. Oh, oh no. if you actually get into like the technical side, it's actually like chess. How they think about it. Sure. And to me, that's cool. But then you actually get into the community, and it's so toxic. You're like, I don't want anything to do with this because you people kind of suck. Right. Which is why you play that Atlantis Rising 2 or whatever it's called. I've never heard it's of a, it. It's a board game that's a MOBA. It's a MOBA board game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so is Rum and Bones, technically. You have champions. You are kill we, creeps. Talking about Rum and, Rum and Bones. Are we ever going to finish that? Dude, stop it. Okay. We're not going to no finish f- that. We're not going to finish Star Wars Imperial Assault. Come on. We're the last. <laughs> literally one more. One mission. <laughs> one one mission. more play session. My so wife we... does not finish get campaigns, okay? If she plays something. You know what? We're just going to like the AI three of her, us. AI her character. Yeah. The three of us are going to get together <laughs> and just before one it. of these podcasts and just play that last mission. <laughs> And if we have to AI her and our other comrade, then so be it. Oh, by the way, those are the other ones I have. Yeah, I saw. I saw them earlier. Yeah. We're talking about... Uh, amiibos. There we go. He's got Zelda Breath of the Wild amiibos. Right. I like the troll goblin looking thing. The... Uh, Moblin. Moblin? Is that what they're called? That's what my that's what my daughter called him when she was like five and used to play or whatever that game. It's like up. a bokoblin or something. I don't remember. Uh, I think there's different species. Yeah, know, depending on like what color they were. Well, that one's a ruddy, brownish orange. Yeah, I think they were like the bokoblins. Yeah, something like that. Boca Bros. 
Maybe you should just email that... us and tell us if you know. <laughs> Got some gonna... email going on today. It's because we yes. finally have decided on it, but you will have known about it for eight episodes. For, for, uh, yeah. Actually, eight episodes. <clears throat> while this is technically issue eight, you know, Night Quest is issue eight. We do have nine issues because we have an issue zero. Right. We counted properly. In yeah. the computer science world, you always have to start with zero. Is, I mean, well, eight. also, uh, we're not going to get into that. No. Will, do you have any random stuff? Pat, was that uh, all you wanted to say about Zelda for now? Yeah, it's great. Cool. You did mention yeah, cool. an episode in, in it, sorry, in uh, issue zero that Zelda is one of your favorite heroes of all time. Yeah. He's great. Link. <laughs> Link's great. Yeah, Link's great. <laughs> it just sounded funny because it's like Zelda's... I wasn't your... really paying attention. Yeah, I'm I know. Sorry. I know you weren't, but... I was looking no. for something. You do point out that Legend of Zelda and in, in that being Link right. is one of your favorite heroes. I've heard he has a lot of personality in this game. Like they really... He's very emotive for not speaking. Right. So... You'll have to let me know if that comes across to you. Did you ever watch the cartoon? No. Not to drag this on. I think I've seen the cartoon a few times. but They no. made him sound like a surfer dude. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He was like, bro. <laughs> bro. At least at the start of the game, he's got the haircut. For you got right any now, rupees, so. bro? <laughs> <laughs> like California That's surfer hilarious. dude is how they went with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, That's an interesting game. So he's a ninja turtle. Yeah. He's just dressed as an elf. Yeah. Right. A ninja elf. Anyway, as far as me, ninja I elf. Uh, haven't been really been up. <laughs> haven't been really up to much. I got my kayak rack put up. You know, I was going to uh, ask if you want to take me along sometime this year. I absolutely will take you. Awesome. Don't worry, I'll just stay here and play Zelda. You do that, Patrick. Great. It'll be fun. My dad just got a new truck. Oh, yeah, because he needed one. Yeah. Both of his other ones fell apart. <laughs> They were made of Lego. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Surprised they fell apart. Do you use super glue? Nope. That's why. Ah. Uh, yep. Rust mostly and wishful thinking. <laughs> Zip ties and rust. Yeah. <laughs> How they do out in the old countryside. Here's some bailing wire. Ooh. There yeah, you go. There you go. Spoken like someone who actually grew up on a farm. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know uh, who you're talking about. <clears throat> Yeah, we'll take you out. We have a... I don't believe you. <laughs> That's to, right. How do you like it? How to get it in this episode. But yeah, we... Uh, issue. Issue. No, ex, whatever. Ex, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got an extra one, so we can take you out. and Cool. We'll have some fun. Yeah, I don't. I don't really swim. I do love. We have life jazzic. Jazzix. You gotta. We gotta be really. We got them there life jackets. Life jazzercise. Life jazzercise. That's not gonna save you from drowning at all. And swim and stroke. that's cool. The weather's starting to change. No wonder you're gearing up. Probably ready yeah. to go fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see if he wants to go tomorrow, actually. For those of you who haven't picked up on it yet, Will is quite the outdoorsman when he wants to be. My hobbies are all over the place. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I, you know, read comics, play games, and also do a lot of outdoorsy stuff, like, you know, capping fishing, 
etc. Hunting. But then also I'm kind of hiking. a maker because like I've got that like a 3D printer. I do CAD stuff. I thought stuff. you said baker. Maker. <laughs> I thought you said baker. And I thought you were going to no, make a No, that's my count. mom. I was going to say, that is your mom, man. She is, yeah. she is queen baker. Yeah. Keep telling her she needs to make her own YouTube videos. My wife would hilarious. be princess baker then because if your mom would be queen. Oh, my, yeah. My wife yeah. would. She's hot on the heels, but they they need to get together and bake sometime. They would love it. I'm still we'll waiting. Keep talking to about having try some of this baking. Baking. We'll invite you over. They keep talking about having you guys come back for oh, and then after they talk about it, they're like, maybe not. <laughs> oh, that was fun. No, they, that they was loved, a fun day. They loved having you guys over. They were very surprised about how uh, fearless your son is <laughs> <laughs> because they have this. You know, around the corner from their pantry, it's like the sudden uh, stairway to their basement. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was my mom or Jessica that was kind of keeping an eye on him, or my sister. It's like, yeah, he had no fear just going around that corner and trying to go down. And they had to kind of pull him back, be like, no, no, you, you probably shouldn't go down there. You come back with the rest of the family. We've got some other stuff up here you should be interested in. Yeah, he's got a lot of adventure in him. He's just like, like Link. <laughs> just like Link. He saw a stairway going down. He's like, what's down here? But yeah. Pretty much. No. So that's cool. Yeah. I hope you get it. You'll have to let me know if you go tomorrow. I'd like to hear about it. Oh, yeah. What about you, Chris? You're going to play Zelda since you haven't gotten too much. Yeah, probably. I might do that tonight after you guys take off. Hmm. Well, we're just going to sit and watch you then. Oh, that's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pat's like, we I have had it. my fill of human interaction today. You guys are draining. Really, it's just me. Will's pretty chill. <laughs> Nobody even knows I'm here. I wouldn't say that. Hold on. I don't believe you. <laughs> ah, thank you. Oh, man. So me. I, last night. So this is kind of fun. This was a fun moment. Uh, last night. My wife was gone, and I was hanging out with the kids, and I was sorting comics, and they were playing uh, on the on the PlayStation, and we talked about watching some Teen Titans, and uh, but my son ended up going to bed. He was tired, and my daughter, I looked at her, and we were kind of talking, and I convinced her to try watching Man of Steel with me. Because, you know, she's almost 11. She's watched Shazam, and I'm trying to get her into some things that are a little older, you know, tell tell mm-hmm. stories that are a bit more involved than just kids' stuff. And um, not that I don't have fun watching kids' stuff with her. So I start Man of Steel, and she's like, sets a timer. She's like, if I don't like this, I don't want to keep watching it. Oh, no. <laughs> so she sits, she sets like a four-minute timer. <laughs> wow that is uh she must be immediately impressed or she is not continuing so because the opening credits are at least two minutes i know with dc and marvel it's like their credits are almost half that time so she's watching it and her timer goes off and i go we're not stopping it yet and we let it go for a bit and then she eventually stops resetting the timer and she watches for a while and then she gets to a point where she's like ah Maybe let's watch. Maybe we can watch something else. We can finish this another time. And I was like, "Oh, just watch a little more." And so, and she does. And eventually, man, she's in it. 
like she was she was in it my wife got home and was like cora come here and she's like ah this is the best part <laughs> and it and i don't remember which part it was off the top of my head but it it was just a i mean it was a good part but she ended up staying up with me we watched the whole movie and we got to the end. She's like, I could watch that like a hundred times. I liked that movie. We should watch the Batman v Superman next. And I said, well, you might find that one kind of boring compared to Man of Steel. And she goes, well, that's okay. I thought this movie was boring in a bot. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. So, yeah. So now she's like, we were already talking and she's down for watching like Wonder Woman. She wants to watch Justice League now and... I'm like, well, mm. Justice League's actually rated R because some of the violence is a little violent mm -hmm. and they do drop yeah. an F word or two in it. Um, do they? In the I Snyder can't... Cut, they do. Oh, in the Snyder Cut, yeah. The, I'm not going to have be... her watch the Whedon yeah. one. Listen, I understand. Yeah, there's only one Justice League to watch. <laughs> yeah. Here's true. the thing. The Whedon one would definitely skew more towards being appropriate for her age. It would. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I don't want her to watch that and then be like, never mind. I don't want to deal with any of these people anymore. DC sucks. <laughs> I'd rather ha be like, okay, listen, this is going to be mature at times. It's not always as bubbly as what you're used to. Maybe find out where that F word is. Maybe mute it. She knows the word. She knows she's not supposed to say it. Her mm -hmm. little brother would say it all the time when he was saying bark. Right. That's how he would bark. He would say that word. And yeah. then and we'd look at each other like, well, we can't have him do that in public. But because the first time he did it, I look at my wife and I'm like, what did he just say? And she goes, he's barking. And I was like, <laughs> you know, he's saying a different word for bark, right? The That's look funny. on my daughter's face the first time he did that was <laughs> hilarious because she knows there are words that we don't use. Uh-huh. So for her to hear her brother go, oh, 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 in a row, <laughs> her eyes were so wide. And I and we had to be like, he's not saying what you think he's saying. So, you know, it's funny because my niece would do the same thing with the word blanket. But instead of the F word, it was, the, you know, the B word. What? For yeah, real? Yeah. So she, you know, you could edit this out if you don't want in there. But she's like, can I have a beach? Uh, well, that's a beach. Like, well, sand. I mean, she would actually, it sounded like she said, B okay, <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say it the first time, you know, actual swearing. But it straight up sounded like she said the word, B and it's like, what does she want? And I was like, it means blanket. She's trying to say the word blanket, but it comes out sounding like, B okay. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, because she was you know, like one and a half, maybe two max, and coming out of you know that youthful of a mouth, it's <laughs> actually really funny, right? <laughs> well, yeah, okay, I am gonna edit this, out, <laughs> but listening to Theo go, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to leave, leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my land. But to hear him do that is really funny. Uh, but So it became funny enough that when people would come over, sometimes Cora would be sitting there and we'd be, you know, like we'd have a friend of the family or somebody over and Cora would be like, hey, Theo, can you bark like a dog? And I'd look at her and be like, 
Don't you do that. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> Stir in the uh, chaos. There's, there's, that's a proper sister for you. That is, oh, yeah. that is a, pro- a proper sister. She's like, you. oh my gosh, he's doing something. Is that supposed to? <laughs> hey, Grandma, you want to hear Theo bark? I'm pretty sure she did that. I'm pretty sure that's how Grandma heard it the first time. <laughs> Little rascals. Hilarious. Tell you what. Punks. But no, it's fun because since she's, like I said before, started watching Teen Titans together. And I don't know, when she was young, she really wasn't interested in superheroes at all. She's still young. I mean, she's going to be 11, right? But <laughs> Which is crazy. It is crazy. But it's just interesting because it's like she's seeing the the value of some of that stuff now. Like, yeah. sees why, I, you know, I like it or whatever. That's great. So that's just fun. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Raising right. a nerd. The proper Good, way. Wow. Good and proper. Maybe I'm just raising a human being. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to establish that I'm the one that's averse to using the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Which <laughs> N-word? That's why it's so funny. Because <laughs> the minute that you compare those two, you're like, I'm pretty sure that's not equal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because that's a Burt Kreischer bit. That he does. I don't know who that is. He's a comedian. And so like, that there's... much I picked up from you using the word bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his daughter kept coming to him one time saying like, oh, my sister's using the N word. And he you know, goes up to her like, you can't say that word like at all. Ever. She's like, I can because my teacher said you can say it if you are one. And he's like, what do you think the N word is? <laughs> and she's like, dad, I'm a nerd. He's a nerd. And she's a nerd. And she, he's like laughing. Like, oh, you think the N word is nerd? Yeah. Okay. You can say that as much as you want. Until later on, his daughter, his older daughter comes back and says, she's saying the C word now. And so okay. he goes up to her and like these other people, his other parents were around. They're like, oh my gosh. He's like, hang on, we've been through this before. He's like, what do you think the C word is? And it's, you're probably going to have to cut this back. He's <laughs> no, like, no, do not say that on this podcast. <laughs> it's what you think it is. <laughs> He's like, nope, yep, you nailed that C word. <laughs> wow. I should probably cut that whole segment out of this pod. I don't know. <laughs> But no, she is. She's she likes all the proper things. I mean, she already likes Harry Potter as much as she does. There's no oh good. There's no good. turning back. But shovel. <laughs> Man, that was quick. You know what else? There's no turning back from Batman and <laughs> Justice. I was really gonna hope somebody was gonna. What's it called? The program? Not the program. The the system. The system. Oh, was, the, system. the system. There's no turning back from the system. Uh, just like yes. Asriel and what we read. Yes, he's trying to transition all this <laughs> random talk into the... But yes, yes, we we did read... <laughs> what, the first... Night Quest. We're, part two of Nightfall, basically. Some issues. Yeah, the first ten. Technically, so if you, if you went out and you bought the trade collection, then the Night Quest compendium or or omnibus or collection or whatever you probably didn't have all of the issues because pat owns that and he had to read at least four issues 
that were not in it that we read. Yes. Now yeah. you don't need those to technically. technically get the story, but it does add. I'm actually surprised that it didn't have the Justice League thing. Yeah, I that understand Bruce. I understand the Robin one. Maybe? To an extent, Robin one should be in there because it comes direct. Okay, wait. Wait. <laughs> we need. We'll, uh, we need wait. structure. I hear he's all I, about structure. I hear the winds of change. Uh, oh man, it's synopsis. Will coming in. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so windy in this room all of a sudden? <laughs> We're suddenly changing. Haven't you seen how Superman flies in Man of Steel? How he generates like it stuff starts floating around. Will just flew in. Synopsis. Yeah, Will synopsis he knocked Will. old Will right off not, the chair into the multiverse? This is synopsis. Will not. Not synopsis. synopsis Will. Will. That's his multiversal <laughs> identity. Yes. I either send and transmit information, or I summarize an event for you. Not even close to the same thing. Technically, technically, when is, you're summarizing the information that you're sending to the listeners, so you're yes. you're the synopsis, synopsis. Well, <laughs> yes, that is me, my identity. So before we, uh, before Will reads the synopsis on this one, I, I think we got some emails, right? Do we? We have an email today. I believe so. Oh, from Joy, from our second best emailer. Second best emailer. That's right. But still original emailer. Right. So that's right. Christoph. Number one. Has thrown the gauntlet, it appears. I guess his name is now Christoph number one. That's not going to go to his head. Wow. Not at all knowing him. Not even (laughs) a little. A little bit. (laughs) Jeez. He'll end up having a superhero name by the end of these things. Probably. (laughs) Oh, that would be. We need to give our emailers their own monikers. There we go. That would be fun. We'll figure it out. So if you have one, you can try throwing it in your email. We may not like it and not use it. So just because you want your own name a certain way, you may not get it. It's not kind of like picking your own um, nickname. Because, I mean, yeah. Sometimes it works, but mostly it doesn't. Yeah. Like, you mean like if you get introduced to somebody, like, and they go, well, my name is, but my friends call. But you can right. call me. Yeah, yeah, no, I guess that that doesn't really work, yeah. does it? Yeah, because really nobody might call them that. They're just trying to get it moving. Right, right. They're their own hype man. You can't be your own hype man. You need the newspapers to pick up your moniker and throw it on the front page when you're a superhero. Correct. The journalists name you. I believe you. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. unless you're the Flash. And they call you the red streak, and you're like, mm, I don't like that. <laughs> you got to get it's that changed. A, so then every time, a great name, every time there's actually. like a news broadcast, then you stop and you go, I'll be back in a flash. And they, and they start going, oh, oh, you just plant that suggested. So thankfully, suggested. he didn't wear a brown suit. <laughs> the brown streak. <laughs> like, oh, there's a brown streak. It's running. a good thing he chose red. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. I'm a, let's get this. Let's get this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read the email. Hey, guys. This is your first emailer, and thusly, automatically, your biggest fan. Oh, you heard it here first, self-proclaimed biggest fan. That's kind of like giving your own nickname. It kind of is. So, I had the pleasure of reading the entire first book of the Nightfall series, both parts one and two for your podcast, and had some questions slash thoughts. The art style is very good. It stays realistic, but does 
a lot with color to set the tone and mood. That is good. The story follows along pretty well, and even though I found the Batman fight several villains in a row kind of repetitive, it did a good job setting up his exhaustion and downfall. The lettering was peculiar, and I had some issues having to reread some text boxes because it went weird sometimes. Also not used to figuring out when something is spoken, use uh, something is spoken text, thoughts, narration, or flavor text. Is there a universal comic book code on what colors use uh, for what kind of text you use? So I will answer this. Please. Um, typically, if it's in a, a direct speech bubble, so like your stereotypical like little hooked bubble, that is spoken. Uh, if it's got the dots and little cloud bubble look kind of thing, or is italicized, it's generally internal. And if it's in the boxes, then it is uh, then narration. it's either internal narration or a like a third third party narration. Oh, yeah. um, also, the colors sometimes signify the character. So they will assign a color to specific characters to kind of keep them in line. If more than one character has perhaps a text box or something like that, sometimes it will be colored a certain way. Modern comics oftentimes put the symbol of the character if it's the hero kind of in the bottom corner. So that is that is your code, Christoph. Um, code to, Christoph. to watch <laughs> to watch for. Uh, the story was depressing. I am only familiar with the movie and animated series Batman. Hey, nice. Hey, I I'm love the animated that. series. Yeah. yeah, you are. Uh, but I found this Batman to be rude, insensitive, and downright mean to Robin. He was, too. Oh, he was. As we talk about. No. I definitely am missing out on a lot of previous story and subtext. But there was almost no detective Batman and way too much brooding and depression going on for me to really relate to the Batman I know. Uh... Boy, howdy. Yeah. That's all and I'm sometimes about Batman that. is uh, rude. Um, that is a characteristic trait that when he gets super focused, he tends to push people away and degrade people around him. And that's one of the reasons that Robin, Dick Grayson, originally left and became Nightwing. My biggest issue was the abrupt and immediate turning of Asriel into evil Batman as soon as he put on the cape. He was a good character before that, supportive and helpful of Robin, but the instant he put them on the mantle of the bat, he becomes just as rude and dismissive of Robin as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Is there a dismiss Robin function belt uh, built into on the utility belt? No, I think it's in the cowl. <laughs> That's what yeah, it is. It's a, it's psychological. It's psycho <laughs> right. psycho programming. Psycho programming. Uh, my favorite character was Robin by far. He was the only one with a measure of common sense and a feeling of justice. He got done dirty by Batman, both of them. That is so true. And we love Robin, too. This series sums up why I've always been comic curious, but too anxious to take the plunge and read them full on. I feel like I'm missing out on so many previous storylines. Jason Todd, who is Nightwing? And, uh, you know, I used to feel the same way. Uh, and I went to uh, back years and years ago now. I went to Chimps Comics in Warsaw, and I went in, and I said, you know, I really find... Uh, I talked to the store owner, Nick, and I said, man, I love comics, but I find it so hard to figure out what to read because they seem so inaccessible. And he said, well, that really just depends on on if you have somebody to show you good places to jump in. And he showed me some stories to read and some places to start, and uh, that that is actually why I started collecting comics as an adult was was that exact conversation. So I feel your pain. I've been there. Uh, and there are a lot of good spots that uh, you can enter in on. 
but we'll talk about that maybe another time. I find it so hard to commit to any comic book story because I simply don't know where to start without feeling like I'm missing out on things. And most really great established comics have so many issues out that it is nigh impossible to read all without quitting my day job. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I kind of jumped ahead on that, didn't I? A little bit. <laughs> uh, but then again, the comic companies have also been doing a lot of reboots. They do like number ones again and like rebirth yeah. number one. And they, but. Um, some of those number ones aren't always super friendly, but, uh, f- well, to finish this thought on this, uh, if you ever want to know more about a specific hero, uh, you can email us, Christoph, that includes you. We know you will anyway, but, uh, if you have questions or you want to know good reading points, like we said, Heather did email us about Shazam and we responded and sent some things for her to check out to find out more about that character. So if you feel like Kristoff, if you're hearing this and go, man, that's how I feel about comics, go ahead and email us and we'll try to send you some stuff that maybe feels a little more accessible or answers some of those story questions that you have. Uh, we could do that. We could. Yeah. Yeah. We do have the power. I almost saying, uh, keep up the great job, guys. You are covering a lot of issues. And remember, as Abraham Lincoln said in the Gettysburg Address, first emailer is always the best emailer. Yours truly, Christoph. Man. (laughs) Wow. I must have learned an edited version of the Gettysburg Address in school. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Probably. Most of them are... uh, Redacted? Yeah. I was going to say abridged. Um, Most of it's abridged. So they can't let people know that they so, had email back in the Civil War. Right. So <laughs> top secret stuff. They gotta they gotta it was black called, those lines up. Email out. was just equine mail because yeah. they wrote it <laughs> on horseback. Mail. They brought it <laughs> And then later on they started foxing things. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. Uh, but yeah, thank you uh, for your email. Uh, I'm glad you ki- mostly enjoyed Nightfall, it sounds like. It sounds like you wanted to know a little bit more of backstory that led into it. So did we, for the most part. You know, we had those questions of why why was Batman tired and what had been going on. So you weren't alone. Uh, I do feel like I knew more about uh, some of the villains of Batman just because of the movies and stuff. Yeah, the villains tend to come across pretty similarly in anything. Right, but there were also a lot of them, and I'm like, I have no idea who this is. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, like, how could the Trigger Twins not make it in, too? Bro, we haven't read that yet. Oh, did we not? <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know. <laughs> he, he must have read ahead. He must be in the future. In or the something. <laughs> is this a guess from the future, Will? Oh, well, you guys heard it here first. There's some people coming up that might might be talked about later. <laughs> I think it's the, the next one coming out. Uh, it's though. either the next. I think it's the end or of the, the, one the next that. one that we read. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, anyway. I guess enough with that. That email. That was a long one. Yeah. But informative. And again. If anybody wants to know more or to know what to read for who Jason Todd is, those kinds of questions, uh, email us. I will be happy. We will be happy to, because I just say I, because I know I'll probably be the one that looks it up and links it in. I'm going to have to email us so I can get the Jason Todd information. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that'll be a story we do read on here eventually, too. (laughs) The reason that Jason Todd weighs so heavy on Batman. 
But dun dun dun. Yeah. So are we ready for a synopsis? Yep, it's time to synapse. The synopse. <laughs> <clears throat> With Bruce Wayne and Santa Prisca on the hunt for the kidnappers that took Dr. Kinsolving and Jack Drake. Wow. You really went in. Uh, was his name Jack? Sorry. Sure. I think his name was Jack, right? Yeah, sure. That's you nice. wrote it this. It's not John. I, yeah. I'm Say pretty Jack. sure it's Jack. Okay. I'm just going to start over. I'm pretty sure it's Jack, too. I'm I think gonna, we should just continue. We, we could look it up. Past just Will is it. just going to... I'm just going to commit to his commitment. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, with Bruce Wayne and per- Santa Prisca on the hunt for the kidnappers that took Dr. Kinsolving and Jack Drake, Gotham is left with a very different kind of angel looking over it. Ooh. With Bane defeated, the crime organizations are back on the move. However, the tactics used by Jean-Paul Valley has driven a wedge between him and Robin, causing Robin to make his own way in fighting crime in Gotham. Meanwhile, Jean-Paul is struggling between the programming his father instilled in him and the duty that was entrusted to him by Bruce Wayne. Will he ever find out who he truly is, or will he give in to the system that threatens to overtake him? Ooh, that was a good synopsis. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I literally wrote that and then walked outside and got into the car <laughs> and drove us here. It's no, proper great. guys with issues standard. Right. Yes. You usually save something for the day of. Of course. Always. You didn't this time, did you? Did you save anything for today? I mean, I got food for us. Oh, yes. Thank you, Patrick. You're welcome. Patrick did to get but that's food, food. But like, that uh, was no, a bonus. Other than that, no, day. I did not. Mm, wow. You saved our discussion for today. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do this one. Stop it. <laughs> I, I just love wish that sound was, effect. You're buttons. not allowed to have the soundboard. I, I just wish it was closer so I someone wish. could constantly be pushing buttons. <laughs> That's why it's not closer. <laughs> they have learned since the fabled episode oh, not yeah. to leave it within. Because that, that has all kinds of can sound in it. <laughs> To be fair, we do. It would be fun to do that, but we'd have to come up with good canned sound effects. If you have any suggestions for us, email. Us. Yeah, email us. It's uh, fresh on our minds, people. Because each of your us opinions and suggestions are worth a pirate lord's butt shovel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm glad you didn't take a drink of that first. Oh night. man! You notice I was like, I was thinking about it. Just thinking about it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where he's going with this. <laughs> but anyway, Night Quest. This was this was part one. So Night Quest has like what thirty ish issues? Thirty ish issues. Well, from for for the uh the main segment is thirty. If you want to include the Justice League and it's a little more Robin, I think you it was thirty seven. Okay, so seems right. So, faithful listeners and folks, I'm just I had to throw it on. Listener. No. <laughs> right, the one. Dude. Okay, anyway. So, I just, <laughs> never mind. Uh, <laughs> I can't Which, refocus. It's, it's anyway, really Will so with a, this uh, is. It's Will with a fake mustache now, on. No, Will is throwing me off because his mic shadow is like an upside down cross it looks like he's wearing a oh. weird necklace oh, do you my. see it yeah, I do. 
<laughs> I mean, we could fix that. I know that you were really into that whole deal with the devil thing from a couple episodes <laughs> ago, but you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ooh. it's gone. Thanks. Yeah, no Thanks, problem. Ben. Now we're in the dark. <laughs> Thankfully, there's I think a way. Because that, the the window was open, or was it that way before? It was not no. That it way was before. it was the the light. It's the way, whatever <laughs> the way. It's, wow. It was just. It just anyway. goes to show Hold you. <laughs> I gotta take a picture. Well. So you can see it. It's a picture. Will picture. Will. Picture. Will doesn't go as well as Pat. <laughs> picture. Pat. Anything, Pat. Will's posing. Why is it so blurry? Oh, it's because. Uh, so anyway, I'm faithful not listener, <laughs> we oh, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. We will be continuing Night Quest for at least okay two more th- episodes, two to three more episodes, uh, depending yeah, on what all yeah. what all falls in. So just be well, now, and that will we'll follow our similar pattern uh, going forward where. We're still going to be doing it every other week. Uh, we will That's much better. be with Night Quest oh, yeah. uh, for a Sent while. from hell itself. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, then after Night Quest, we'll get we to Night We should post Night that Sand to Discord. And... <laughs> will, yes. Will's taken the Constantine episode <laughs> way too far. Man, I did love Constantine. Yeah, but... Uh, so yes, this is the beginning of Night Quest, and we will have several episodes of this going forward. Uh, in between our other, I don't know, random inserts—they're not random. We have a slight plan. We just don't tell anybody, so it seems random. It's gonna seem random. So I'm sure they'll see a uh, first off theme, the Robin thing. Because we started talking about right, it. Right, the Robin we did thing. Start Here's the thing. About it. I understand there's only three issues of Robin that tie into this. And one of them is in the DC app lineup. It's issue nine. Hmm. I understand why issue one is suggested. Actually, some, some online forums when I was researching this prior to us starting it, uh, when I first started posting like all the issue numbers suggested that you actually read one through nine because you see all of what Robin does during this kind of as a, as a parallel story. Okay. But I understand why one issue one of Robin is suggested because it literally comes directly out of the previous Batman issue. Um, Like the end of that issue goes straight into Robin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you follow Robin and I understand why two is then suggested because it ends the story arc that begins. He takes down the bad guys that they establish, yeah, basically. The, basically. So I get why it's t- both issues. Really, the first issue is the one that ties in, albeit loosely. It just shows him leaving, basically. Mm-hmm. But, it, but I like that you do get to see what Tim is dealing with that way. True. Like... I would read that whole Robin series. I would too. It like Tim's a great character. I've read chunks of it from other things. It ties in with other things I've read. But as a character, Tim is interesting enough that I didn't mind adding that into the reading. I didn't feel like it took away from it. I think it helps round out the picture of what's going on. Yeah. Right, but I think it's the weakest part of the whole reading 
Well, it's not really. It's because it doesn't feel like it's a direct tie-in. No, I would think it. I think it feels like it. You think so? Because of how it started and what he's dealing with, it's it's a it's going to a school dance. Yeah, it is more juvenile and harder to relate to. I think that the audience is. (laughs) I feel like it's excuse me, almost unnecessary information. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think it's meant to be necessary. That's why I'm saying I it's think the weakest that it, part. I mean it's their way of spinning off that that series went on for like a hundred and ninety something issues. Sure. So, I mean, I like, I'm I'm kind of reserving until the end because if Robin comes back, you'd probably be thinking, Oh, like Robin's just been gone this whole time. What has he been up to? What has he been doing? But it kind of fills in a I think that's bit. why it's there is I, I, is because it, because if go ahead, I would almost want to read all nine. Uh, well, I'm fine with that. It's just going to add issues, more to our reading episodes. List. Why did I say episodes? Because issues. I, in one of our earlier issues of this podcast, which are technically episodes that we call issues, I call some comics episodes, and nobody <laughs> called me out. And I was listening to it, and I was like, oh, it's because in my head. I think of a comic issue a lot like an episode of a show. I mean, it is. They're, they're formulated kind of like single episodes of television. Mm-hmm. You yeah, get like a know. story that's just enough or continues from the last time or feeds into the next one. And sometimes you have big ongoing ones like this. And other times you have ones that stand by themselves. It's a lot like watching a TV show. So it's easy to call them episodes. It's like Will said, TV's just the audio book of comics. Right. Yes. Put it on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I believe you. <laughs> uh, Pat's but really getting into I it. I was the one that came up with that, so of course I'd believe you. I thought Will said that. Put it on a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the next one. It's just a shirt that says put it on a shirt. <laughs> uh, That's yeah. pretty meta, really, <laughs> to think about it. <laughs> because often it is yeah different i'd buy a shirt like that different like <laughs> that forms does not of media. surprise me <laughs> you know podcasts youtube videos everyone's like oh that should be a shirt that should be a shirt but if you made a shirt they said oh Just... that should be a shirt <laughs> <laughs> it's like it say it'd be like on the same line of it being like this is that shirt <laughs> uh but anyway now, I understand what you're saying about it feeling like the weakest reading point because yes. it felt less, really, it does feel less involved than the rest of the story. Right. I didn't think it was bad. I just want to put well, that out there. I would there. hope not since Tim Drake was your favorite character from the previous volume. Right. I enjoyed it, but I thought it was the weakest of the entire series mm-hmm. of issues we read. Mm. I kind of agree, but I took it as just... Uh... This is just context for something later. Sure. You know, because if he suddenly shows up with the car, you'd be like, where did he get the car? <laughs> right. I, I'm, I understand what you're Man. saying. My throat is dry. I feel like my point still stands, though. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah. You can make whatever point you want. We don't have to listen to you anyway. Pointy pat. Pointy, pointy <laughs> pat. All right. But... No, I thought, um, so on on the whole, 
What'd you guys think of this, like this portion that we read? I thought it was interesting um, that Batman was using kilometers instead of miles. I just think it's funny was that he? you're like, yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, it's been a long time since I read that Justice League episode issue. <laughs> Self-correction there. Delete that out. It's nope. been a long time since I read the uh, Justice League issue. I'm leaving both of those in. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I was actually surprised, though, that, that, wasn't, that that's not part of the collected edition. Because it Bruce shows Wayne. you what Bruce Wayne is doing while he's gone. Right, looking for the yeah, so like, father. Yeah. Robin's father. Like, it, it just feels like it really kind of matters. I guess in a way. In a way it doesn't. It doesn't, though, because if you're really talking about what Night Quest is, it's about Asriel's time as Batman. Right. So technically, the Robin part, which will come back into play, and Bruce looking for the people who were kidnapped doesn't matter as much as what's going on in Gotham. Right. It's not. Yeah. But it is a well, it's a better rounded picture of yeah. everybody who's involved, though. Because the same as the right, it gives you the context. Right. And right now, you know, we sure wouldn't want Tim if, Drake robbing the spotlight. If, yeah, you know, if you're just, <laughs> it was, I cracked myself up. It was a joke, but you know, you know, in Nightfall, <laughs> if Bat like Bruce Wayne suddenly shows back up with you know Tim Drake's dad and the Doctor can solving all in the, the car, yeah, you'd think <laughs> where was the rest of that story? Why didn't I get to see that? Yes, sure. I mean technically. They did have a phone call. Oh, yeah. There was with Alfred yeah. and Tim. Yeah. Right. But that was... Was that in Robin? That was in Robin. That wasn't in <laughs> No, no, no. Was one of know, them? That was in Robin. Was that in Robin? Yeah. I mean, you would know. You were either staring at a screen or staring at a book. Which one what, did you see the phone call? It was Robin. Okay. It was... Okay. Um, he he uh, was talking to... His girlfriend and his girlfriend's dad was complaining about him, you know, putting her on hold. Mm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, I have to go because it was a call from Alfred. Yep. Yeah. So if you don't have the Robin <laughs> issue, then you really don't know what's going on with Bruce. Right. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. But again, the story in the volume collection is more about. Asriel is more about Batman. The system. Jean-Paul. Well, honestly, I'm just going to come out and say it, okay? I don't like him as a character. He's just... I get it. He's crazy. Can't carry it on his own. But it's just... He's not as interesting. He's kind of whiny. <laughs> and I, I think part of it is, like, he's frequently by himself because the reason you have to read part of Robin is because he kicked Robin out of the team because he thinks the kid is just holding him back. You know, I'm much better Kids alone. Kids get in the way. Yeah. I um, mean, he's not wrong. And so he put a... <laughs> he, he literally built a brick wall. I oftentimes consider my evenings of vigilantism activities that my children should not engage in. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 11-year-olds just can't hack it out in the vigilante world. <laughs> Unless you watch Kick-Ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then you see Hit Girl and you think, that is a scary child. Right. Right. But yeah, literally built brick walls to keep Robin out. 
Which really helped, by the way. Yeah. Well. But that was kind of cool how he got context of how Tim Drake got that position because he found a way into the Batcave. Dude, Tim Tim is the rightful heir to the cowl. If you go on skill sets. Skill set. Or like mentality. Mental skill set. He is Batman. Yeah. Like he. But he was just too young. He's the next Batman. If he was older when, you know. Sorry, I'm referring to a thing that comes later too. Yeah. It's a it's a double double thing. If he double double a double double Total thing in trouble. my brain brain double entendre, whatever that means. Is it doesn't doesn't it say bubble bubble or dub double trouble it's boiling double. bubble? It's not. <laughs> it's not double trouble. Double, it's not. It's not double bubble. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know what it is. Double. Yeah. It's know. not double double boil <laughs> toil and trouble. <laughs> Double, double, toilet. <laughs> Why are we like that? It's the Halloween episode. <laughs> I hope not. I hope we start releasing these before Halloween, boys. I'm just going to say. Well, if this is the ninth episode, though, <sighs> technically, that's like I mean, from where solid we're... two months. So we're going to be getting close up. We don't get some out soon. <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about again? <laughs> you were talking about Robin yeah. being able to break into the cave. Yeah. Right. So if you hadn't read beforehand how Tim Drake became Robin, he kind of did provide you with a bit of context in that scene, in those few panels of he reminisces about, oh, this is how I originally got the mask, you know. Yeah, that's a story that's pretty pretty good because it's after yeah. Jason died and he figures out that Bruce is batman and he yeah. like sneaks in and and then we're talking about how it's like how <laughs> like tim, legit how tim drake is the true successor if he had been older when right. bruce had his back broken by bane he would have just passed the cowl on to him for the duration in which he needed to be healed and john paul would have never have gotten it in my opinion because there is that scene in robin and i think it was in robin or maybe it was the first issue of batman in which they fight and the fights just, in the batman Stuff. Is it in the Batman mm-hmm. stuff? Despite being much younger, he still holds his own against uh, Jean-Paul that's basically like half foot in the system right. and fully armored up in his new super Batman suit that he makes. Mecha bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> we've been saying stuff. I well, know. I was just looking at you. It felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, so in a much, much much later comic story arc in Batman, there's a thing called Battle for the Cowl. And it's when Batman died. I think we've talked about it once before. But Nightwing becomes the new Batman, ultimately, in the story. Spoilers, I know. It's not a new story. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Damien becomes Robin with with, uh, Dick. And Tim Drake actually goes to find out what really happened to Batman because he doesn't think that he's dead and gone. And he becomes Red Robin, which is actually the shirt that I'm wearing today. But there is a story in the Red Robin comics Yum. where it sh- stopped that. There, there is, the amount of times I've had to hear my wife say that when I said <laughs> Red Robin in the house. Uh, no, but there's there's a part that shows how Tim, like Dick is the heir as far as like kind of skill level. And, yeah. and kind of just, I don't know, kind of filling out the suit. Like, there's something about the legacy that, that Dick carries well. Mm-hmm. But 
Dick Grayson. Your, your face. <laughs> you want me to just add a, Grayson to the end? Just, end to, just to clarify to everybody listening, he's talking about Dick Grayson. <laughs> Richard. You want me to say Richard? Richard No, Grayson. I just keep saying Dick. <laughs> it's much funnier. <laughs> Stop. Your face was killing me. <laughs> so, <Whew>. uh, <laughs> I need to reset now because then I, when I said butt, I expected him to say shovel again. <laughs> I was going for my drink. I was so, preoccupied. I was preoccupied. But, the, <laughs> can't do it. He's broken my mentality. I can't you do sit it across yourself. from him. I can't sit across from him anymore. So I guess it makes me the villain. <laughs> You're definitely the villain. Thank you. I am a Slytherin. Yes, we know. You're a Slytherin, and you've been tangenting us more often. <laughs> Which is uh, funny because you're known more for being a, a tangenter. But I bring it back around. Yeah, that's the skill of it when you realize how to use it as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the system, man. So you're the tangenter. No, I used to just be called tangent, oh, Captain that, Tangent, to be correct. Well, that only in the fabled episode. <laughs> the fabled. I thought issue. you told me that was a nickname given to you at the. It comic was probably shop. from chimps. You told me somebody at the comic shop be like, "Oh, you're Captain Tangent." Yep, it was Robert. Robert used to call me Tangent. Bob. Go no, Bob. he does not go by Bob. He, he does goes by Robert. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. You're not Robert. Bob. He goes by Robert. Anyway, uh, man, this is so. <laughs> but there's a there's a part in Red Robin where uh, they kind of show that Tim, while while Dick ends up becoming Batman, Tim. <laughs> uh, for the record, everybody, <laughs> that was Patrick this time, not, that was not really, Will. We... That was really, I just thought, I just saw Will going, after you said Dick, I'm going Grayson. <laughs> just... I withheld all comment. Uh, we are not children. I know we've been talking about being adults today tim said tim drake yeah gets something has something said to him while he's red robin that implies that he is like the true detective side of the cowl ultimately Mm. that he is that he is batman's heir as a detective which is definitely portrayed in the comics that we have read dude tim and dick grayson could not be more different as characters as robins like dick was always more i mean he was just a circus acrobat right like he was a kid that lost his parents and you know he was the levity of the dynamic duo Mm -hmm. tim is really a protege not saying that that dick grayson isn't because while he's gone he ends up as Nightwing in Bloodhaven, and he d- works on the police force. He's actually a part of the police department, and he does his Nightwing stuff, and and he does a lot of great detective work. He's great at it. Yeah. But there's just a level that when Tim would reach an age like his, he would just surpass him, though. Tim's just a different character. Hmm. That's one thing that's kind of cool is all four of the Robins not counting Stephanie Brown. Why not? Because she was only Robin for like days and she gets like herself killed kind of. 
Okay. She comes back, but she starts a big gang war, and she's a butt. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, she's actually in the next issue of Robin, I think. Well, I think that it because didn't it say something like "Beware the spoiler"? Isn't that what it said at the end of the I second think, issue? I think so. Yeah, so she gets introduced in the next issue, but hmm. um, Boiler has a big fan base. She's not a bad character, but I know a lot of people who do not like her, and that's okay. Point is, all four of the Robins super unique, and Tim is definitely the the brain, He's the brain Robin. Nice. Nick's the Nick. <laughs> I said. <laughs> Dick is the funny, nice, like, acrobatic one. Jason Todd's the a-hole. Mm. And Damien's also an a-hole, but he's Bruce's son that's an a-hole. <laughs> and he was trained as an assassin. So. Oh, that yeah. was a Robin tangent. It was. But I was trying to just talk about, I was I was reinforcing our appreciation of Tim Drake's detective ability. Because DC won't. Oh, yeah. We Moving got a lot on. of Tim Drake here. Uh, what did you guys think of Osriel as Batman? Because you've heard my opinion of it. He's kind of annoying. Well, to be honest with you, I kind of really like the exposition tank. I mean, the... Uh, isolation tank. Isolation tank. Exposition yeah. tank. I was. I thought you were make, just making a joke about how he's always expositioning <laughs> <No>. in it. <laughs> they, did, they did do something clever when he... There was a villain introduced called Tallyman. And they kind of had the same exposition going on at the same time. I thought that was a kind of a clever use of See, that. I kind of hated that. <laughs> it was hard at the beginning because I they I, were too similarly voiced, in my opinion. They yeah. needed slight more differentiation. Yeah, it took a second to catch on to because I thought it was still his head talking. Yeah, but it was actually somebody else's. So if they literally, if you had just changed the color of the box, it probably would have helped. They would have probably done that now. They do yeah. a lot more of that in modern comics than they did back then. Yeah. But I did like the, the history and, and all that stuff. Learning about St. Dumas and his how his dad actually programmed him and all that stuff. Right. That, that was in the tank that it showed that, right? Yes. And how the yeah. order had been. and Right. All that yeah. stuff. Yeah. That was 100% an exposition. I mean an isolation tank. Exposition tank. It was, but it was a it was interesting backstory. It was, and, and it was what... for him too because he did not know it. Right. That was something I found interesting about him is that his journey right now is more about trying to figure out who he really is, because his whole life to him now has been like the reality of his life is that he does not know who he is. Yeah. He, he has been created to be something but is that what he wants to be really he doesn't want to be as real but as we found in one of the last issues when he's fighting the other programmed guy the cia assassin macros something like macros yeah something like that macross (laughs) but he uh (laughs) But uh, I think that's the issue that had the part where he has the vision then, right? Where he's told that he's no uh, longer going to be? Or was that in the Tallyman? I think that was at the beginning. That was after Tallyman, but 
right before he went after yeah but it was like in that arc like it was like he was in the bat cave yeah and And it was before he went out and faced out and saint dumas appeared to him yeah and was like you're no longer an assassin yeah you've disgraced the name of the assassin you gotta now be a protector i thought that was kind of interesting yeah like the like the system doing something else in his brain almost or like yeah is it really the spirit of saint dumas is this something that he channels somehow or is he just nuts? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure we'll find out eventually. Tune in yeah. now. No. <laughs> uh, what was, did you have a favorite scene? I think it was the exposition take. The exposition take was your favorite I scene then? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just because of, it or kind of really showed. Translated the isolation tank. I'm sorry, yeah, the iso tank, which is what they actually <laughs> called it in the books. Yeah. Which is uh, fun because they. I like when, that they show the ingredients and how he, you can see like how he put it together. You can see it. And then he's fighting just those regular gangsters right at the beginning. And you can see on the building in the background a poster for an isolation tank. Right. And then he leaves and goes and he finds that billboard later on that's the same advertisement. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I saw that building, I'm like, oh, he's going to find an isolation tank at some point in time. Maybe that's something Bruce does when he comes back and sees how crazy he is. Because right before that, you get that interaction between him and Robin. I think that was before that. Where he kind of just goes nuts with like the system, and then realizes he's hurting Robin, and right. comes back to himself right before he accidentally kills him, and Robin kind of gets away. So I'm like, oh, I bet you anything, an isolation tank is used later on, and literally like three pages later, he's crawling into an isolation tank. It shows you more of the character. It does. That's what I liked about it. I think because he just seems like an angry man. Yeah, like a dude who's just nuts. Right. <laughs> Like, yeah, that guy wasn't Batman. I'm Batman. I'm the best Batman. <laughs> That's how it so reads what to me sometimes. Sudden, sudden idea. I thought you were going to say sudden death. Sudden death. <laughs> sudden idea. What if the vision of St. Dumas that he got is his true self? Like later on when he finally gets through, because in that vision, he's just like a helmeted crusader. You know, that helmet comes off and it's him. Maybe. It's him talking to himself, being like, like hey. Like a Luke Vader helmet thing? Yeah. He was telling himself, you're no longer the assassin. You are a protector. This is my, my current sudden theory. My sudden fan theory. Yes. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yes. Yeah, now you don't have to go onto the internet to read about fan theories. That's why I keep Will around. That's why I don't look any up, because he's usually got some. I Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Even when we talked about fan theories, he mentioned at least two or three. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. It's not a bad thing. No. It's different when it's a friend theory. A friend theory? <laughs> friend theories weigh in differently because you always want to hear what your friends have to say. Right. You could completely think your friend is wrong, too, and that's cool. Not like, not <laughs> that it makes you cool. <laughs> Wait, so do you completely think he's wrong? No, I honestly, well, what? I don't know. What I thought was weird is he said it's the saint that never was. So, like, if he's a saint that never was, then he's not actually a saint. I mean, there's, like, an order of Saint Dumas. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he came but from I, nowhere, Oklahoma. Oh, jeez. Oh. Not this again. <laughs> We're going back to that. <laughs> now, don't start that again. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> well, you know. Stop. The button is just within reach. <laughs> You're a button within reach <laughs> boy you of know my it. nerves no uh 
I don't know. I don't know if I had a favorite scene, to be honest. I like the Tim Drake stuff a lot. I just like Tim Drake. I figured you would. But um, I did like the fight between him as Asriel, like Will had mentioned, because I didn't... You Like, you're not sure how it's going to go. You know Tim will get away, but you don't yeah. really know in the moment how he will fare. And you got to see him really put up a good fight and show why he's Robin. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I enjoyed that. Um that was a that was a cool like a cool scene. I enjoyed man, some of it I read a while ago. The night before these I should flip back through and It's do it. right there. Yeah, but I don't think I uh, well no we're mid recording, Pat. You can't. So here's the thing. <laughs> That's true. I'm just gonna say that it was my my favorite, I guess. I feel like there was something else I kind of enjoyed. I enjoyed the parts with Commissioner Gordon being like, I don't really. I, oh, uh, one of my favorite scenes was that when he was talking and his wife was like, "What if it's been a bunch of different guys? That could be like the fifth Batman you've ever right, been yeah. around." I was like. Oh, that's kind of a cool idea. And what's interesting is that when Dick takes over, Commissioner Gordon n- notices that something's different with him, too. And there's always, like, when somebody else is in the cowl, Commissioner Gordon's always like, mm, something's wrong. Like, something's, yeah. something's I don't know right. about this. So He is a detective. I know, right? And it's like... I enjoyed that. That was one of my... I know it's like literally like two panels. No, it was good. I but that, that was like one of my favorite little yeah. parts. I also like the the parts when you got to see Montoya uh, talking about stuff with uh, Harvey Bullock. And that uh, I liked how Robin... I liked when Robin got busted by the shotgun sheriff. Right. The, oh, yeah. The detective dude. And he was like, I'm Robin. <laughs> and he's like, whatever. So then he leaves him that note when he... <laughs> right. When yeah. he that was pretty sarcastic. That was pretty good, which makes me wonder if that character is set up to be an ongoing police officer in his series. Like he's going to continuously show I'm up. Gonna, the... I'm going to guess. So my fan theory... <laughs> Oh, is that, here we go. Is that that may be a character that was established because he's going to be a character in Robin's standalone. I'm not saying he's going to be like, like how, Robin's Commissioner Gordon. I was going to say. I, dude, how crazy is that? You were literally about, about to say that. I was about to say, that. like, he's going to be the <laughs> Commissioner Gordon is the Batman, is, you know, shotgun I'm, McFace to I almost, I Robin. Keep, yeah, I don't know. I think, I, I bet he comes back. I bet he does. Probably. That's my theory. Did you have a favorite character in this this run? I mean, to be honest, probably still Robin. Yeah? Even though that was the... The part that you said was like, you could have kind of left it and not Right. About it. I still enjoyed the character. I enjoyed all <laughs> the stuff, you know, but it was just... it. I don't know. It just felt like a tangent. Don't you think his series, if you really think about it, like him having to try to have a girlfriend and deal with school and go to this dance and fight criminals he's an anime character (laughs) (laughs) yes we thought that immediately no i was gonna say he's kind of like dc's peter parker right now is what like true he's kind of like dc's spider-man like living that teenage life trying to 
also be a superhero and i don't know had that vibe to it a little bit i think mm-hmm. like that young peter parker vibe really wish i was driving my car right now dude when yeah. he's just like but oh, i'm on the bus on the subway or, or the whatever subway. yeah and she's like it's okay i ride the subway all the time and he's just like i got a sweet ride why can't i <laughs> yeah if i wasn't was... so responsible yeah i'm sure if he pulled up in the red bird there'd be a problem yeah <laughs> someone would start asking some questions be like my friend loaned this to me you ever heard of him? his name is robin pretty cool guy especially like uh i think on the <laughs> the front of it says red bird or something yeah, it's the name of the car what about uh, you you have a favorite favorite character is actually a villain they introduced <gasps> oh, that's right the, the twin uh, i can't remember what oh my gosh i just said they're my what favorite they called what I do s- they call them twin pistols twin, twin something shooters or something twin yeah. cannons. Uh, I, I can't remember. remember what it is now and i'm not gonna look it up either why don't you talk about them? Tell us about them. Uh, they're these two random dudes, right? Uh, Just so happen to be robbing the same bank. We're not talking about Robin. We're talking about Rob Ing. Dude, my brain literally—I <laughs> know I where literally it went. heard Robin when you Robin. Said. Yeah, they were robbing the same bank, and they happen to be identical twins, right? Both these weird, like cowpoke, redneck sounding sun guns. Uh-huh. I, I don't know they're just so relatable for me and they never met before they never met before but they they were both orphans they're both identical so they're like hey we must have been separated at birth now we're back together and uh then they go to work for this crime lord we're gonna make some money in this town. we're gonna make some money but we never got to see so far the trigger twins the trigger twins <laughs> that's, that's what, it, what it was yep but yeah, they're just... You guys are pistols. You talk straight and shoot straighter. Yeah. My trigger twins. I did like that. I agree. They, that they was are, good. That was they're good. just good characters. You know, they're written well. Mm. They stay in... I mean, they're just like outlaw form. cowboys, yeah. but they're in Gotham. <laughs> yeah. And they get hired by a crime boss. They're, they're, they're not super intelligent, but they're super self-aware. Like, oh, we are going to Gotham to be outlaws like they know full well what they're gonna they want to be on that side of the law they're not trying to make excuses or any other stuff like that like no we know what we're doing we're going to be guns for hire let's go right we're here to make some money here to make some money yeah they're super fun can't wait to see what happens to them 100 percent guarantee they're going to be taken out by batman robin or osriel at some point in time but it's going to but be it's going fun. To be, well, they're about, their next job is a train robbery. Yeah. Right. Which I was like, that's hilarious. They're going to rob a subway train because they're cowboys. Mm-hmm. And Batman's Batmobile goes on the subway tracks. Right. Because, of course, it does. Well, I mean, it's I like it was, launches from there. Looks like. Yeah. That was kind of a weird segment. but So I thought it was You mean when he sent a train on fire? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he didn't memorize the train schedule. He was like, I should do that. And then he just kept going. Dude, and how then... funny was the part, though, with Azrael too? later when he's like, I hate detective work. Smash. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're dumb. just like, you are so dumb. <laughs> I really found it interesting that Bruce Wayne, while going to look for Robin's father, wore makeup to make it look like he was wearing somebody else's face. 
Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Yeah, he disguised himself as someone trying to disguise him themselves as Bruce, as Bruce Wayne. Wayne. As Bruce, right. And so the other people were like, you think that guy's really Bruce Wayne? Because I think they're like, did you see that makeup? I think he's, I think he's faking it. I right. don't think that's really Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Because he doesn't want them to know Bruce Wayne is connected to like the Justice League. That's or, the whole point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, because he has like Green Arrow and stuff. And he's like trying to make them think that is definitely not <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> By being Bruce Wayne By with being bad Bruce makeup. With bad makeup. <laughs> yeah, it was great. That was a good scene. That was fun. That was fun. I, it was. You know, I, I enjoyed those two issues, the Santa Prisca. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been more because afterwards, during that call with Robin and Alfred, you find out that they're after the incident in uh, Santa Prisca. They're actually now in England. Santa Prisca. Right. So. What happened? I'm like, do we have to read more of the Justice League? I thought that books? there were more of those books, though. In I mean, the in the thing, I think. There I think is. there are more Justice League episodes in our future that we will read. And it's kind of hope that they go back and cover what happens between the ending of Santa Prisca and where that phone call takes place. Okay, the scheduler. What's next? The scheduler. Is you know that what? your superhero name? <laughs> the scheduler. <laughs> wow, that would be a terrible superhero name. Yeah, but your superpower could be awesome. No, you're early. Because <laughs> you could write stuff out when it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, boom, it happens at that time. That would be pretty nice. Am I supposed to say who I liked? Is Probably. that what we're doing? Yeah, you were I talking about yeah. the Trigger Twins. Yes, yeah. yes, that's so, what you're supposed to say. For me, it's it's such a default to just be like, I liked Robin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you like but, Robin, you like. But him. here's the thing: I'm gonna. I'm just trying to think of other characters. I like some of the characters and interactions in the in the Justice League Task Force thing, but I kind of like. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, this is a character that I don't think did anything to be, well, that was the best character in the story, okay? But I enjoyed the Macross, the Mecros. Mecros? Maybe. He's a CIA MK yeah. Ultra <laughs> brainwashed dude. I I actually liked him. Like, even though all he does is say like a mantra over and over, I was like, oh, this dude should be a good match for Asriel. If anything, I was a little disappointed that he wasn't a bigger problem. But I like that he kept getting away for a while. Yeah. I right. I kind of anticipated them kind of instead of him turning him over to the cops, kind of taking him over like taking him back and interrogating himself like how did you program yourself? Mm. No, like, is I Is that something I can use to beat my own programming? You know? Yeah, I like seeing the guy go after him and then being like, oh, I knew he'd send you. And like that whole thing, you know, don't move. I got a special gun that'll shoot your armor. But like, do I think the character was awesome? I don't. But I I actually kind of enjoyed that segment and seeing him. Now, the one thing that I think was dumb in that, because we really deep down know that my default was Robin. But yeah, <laughs> right. And I did like the Trigger Twins, too. The, they, I, w I was disappointed we didn't get to see the next part with them yet. But when he's like, yeah, he said he wasn't going to pay. Uh, and then he just, <laughs> what, right. he just believed him. <laughs> I was kind of like, 
that seemed too easy <laughs> like that yeah. that did not seem it was probably like oh we need a side villain for like two issues we need a filler we need some filler yeah and so they were like yeah by the way did you notice he had like roller skates on in the one panel <laughs> I did when not see ran. the roller skates. No, <laughs> no. That was funny. Did you not? I did not see that, oh. no. Okay, when he goes into the convenience store. Oh, I literally opened to the exact page, which is pretty impressive considering it's page 148. But no, he's he's got like rocket oh, skates he does. on when he goes, when he's running away. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he never had Heelys on before. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is fun. I mean, we got some honorable mentions of like good characters because uh, in the beginning Justice League uh, issues, Doctor Kinsolving, mm-hmm. I think is how you say her name, yeah, was Kinsolving. rescued, and then decided she saw because oh yeah had, that that part was cool yeah uh, what was it like Green Arrow or someone had actually gotten to her but Robin's dad was still in the hands of uh, the kidnappers because he's you know paralyzed and they just you know. Adam, he can't really run away right anymore. Uh, and, and Patrick's d- words, a stand-up kind of guy. Yeah. Stand-up kind of guy. He's a stand-up guy. And she decides to get back on the plane with the kidnappers because he's, you know, in medical crisis, and she knows if she goes with him, she he has a much better chance at surviving. Right. Yeah, no, so, she's she's a, a good noble character. Yeah, she left safety to, for somebody else. So I'm like, I think she that deserves some honorable mentions. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I Alfred, agree. honorable mention. Always, 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 always. Alfred. Really doesn't Batman's matter what true version. Superpower, Alfred. <laughs> right. Do you have a least favorite scene? Probably the whole stupid bully scene with Robin. In the at the dance, at the dance. Oh, with the jock, dude, it was just so dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. Thank you. I mean, yeah. it was stupid teenager crap. It was stupid teenager crap. Yeah, but we think that's dumb because we've left those years behind us. No, I thought that was dumb during those years. Well, yeah, it's always dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Though now that you mention it, the roller skate scene and the. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why does he have skates? <laughs> I didn't see skates before then. But no, I'm, I'm, it was just, I mean, Robin could have easily kicked that bully's butt and just... Bully's butt. And let him mm-hmm. walk all over. So really, it was you thought it was stupid because he could have whooped him. I think he could have handled the situation better than he did. Yeah, that was my problem is it felt like it was just, it, the way it was written was like, I don't know if Tim would have handled it like that. Yeah, he I don't could have, think He could have so done it either. differently. But maybe that's part of his cover, being lame. <laughs> I mean, he's still a teenager. So he's lame. He's, he's not. I'm just kidding. Perfect. If our one yeah. listener is a teenager, thanks for listening. We don't think you're lame. Yeah. Teenage years are hard, man. Yeah, I don't. It is. That's, that, that's, um, that's my least favorite. What about you? Um, Least favorite? Yeah, did you have a did be, you have a least favorite scene? I think the fight between Osriel and the Tally Man kind of dragged on a little too long. Yes. So I I gotta I gotta throw that in as my least favorite. Is there constant battle during that? Yeah, it's like oh he's 
he's shot, he's wounded. Oh, the programming's taking over. Oh, he's fighting again. Oh, he's wounded again. <laughs> oh, I've got an arm that's busted, but it's moving on its own. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you just make up your mind already? Like, oh, the programming's taking over. It's like, you know that already. You knew yeah. that when, like, at the beginning, when you were fighting with Robin, you're like, oh, this programming, it's in my brain, or the system. The system. The system's taking it's over, down. but I'm still going to keep doing the same exact things I've been doing the <laughs> whole time, and I'm not going to change anything. I feel like I know who your least favorite character is going to be when we ask that question in a minute. Yeah, you might as well skip me. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is pretty obvious. So my least favorite scene is about two issues long, and it's all of the Shadow of the Bat Tally Man comic. I Not that I think the Tallyman character didn't seem moderately interesting, like being some kid that got worked by the system because he tried to defend his mom and she killed herself and all that stuff. But here's the thing. That was what I consider my least favorite kind of 80s and 90s art. <laughs> it's not that like hyper crazy stylized like the Tallyman's Oh, yeah. Arm was like a toothpick wide, and Batman had like a 24 pack. And <laughs> right. like about 48 inch biceps. Yeah. Dude, I just, and like almost non existent feet. Yeah. And like, I mean, really, they re I mean, that's how it is. Like back then, there are certain artists that get made fun of. I won't say it right now because that'll be a joke that we'll talk about going, going forward. But like, you're telling me this is a person. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, I thought that was weird sometimes. And it's I just, it's just all, I would not be surprised to find out that the artist worked on something like Spawn or something yeah. like that. And that's just, for me, that's like my least favorite art from that era. Just not a huge fan. And so really that whole thing was a slog to get through. Cause I'm just like, cause with comic books, the aesthetic is part of the experience, and I didn't find the story that interesting in that segment. And I, like Will said, it felt like it dragged out too long. Yeah. And not only that, but then I also had to sit through artwork I didn't really like. So the whole two issues of Shadow of the Bat with Tallyman, not my favorite. And again, not that big of an impact to the story. Little tidbits. Right. This this story the what we read did not feel like a whole lot happened. It really didn't. And I think yeah. I'm concerned that we're like a third to a quarter somewhere in in there into that and I'm concerned that it's going to be like that every time and it's going to feel like it's just dragging along eventually. That's a little bit of a worry of mine. I feel like they try to do because a lot of character building with Israel. There's... They are. They. I think so. But the problem is a lot of it feels like the same. Like it's stuff yeah. we know and it's things here and there. And I just feel like it probably could have been condensed a yeah. little bit. Because there is, is still a third part of this trilogy. Because it's Night yes. Call, Night Quest, and then... Night's uh, End. Night's End. And I'm sure... And Night's End is when, you know, Bruce will come back and take the cowl. Probably yeah. throw down Asriel. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like down the stairs. <laughs> Wow. Through that brick wall that he built up, <laughs> break break the wall down with Asriel. Like, so, but that was you. that was my least favorite part of this this 
shebang. Do you have a least favorite character? Not really. No? Not this time. I mean, I've been trying to think of something, but... It was like me trying to pick a favorite, kind of. Yeah, it really was. I just... I mean, I don't like that bully just because I didn't like that arc. But I can't really blame it on the bully. Blame it on the bully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine's pretty obvious. That voice, my my discontent with Osriel as a character. (laughs) Kind of repetitive and boring. Not a fan of Jean-Paul. No. Valley. Jean-Paul Valley is a boring... (laughs) Whiny baby. Yes, he's a whiny baby. (laughs) He knows to man up. If our one listener is French, I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're not French, we still apologize. (laughs) Probably for the best, yeah. My least favorite character, I don't know. I said I wasn't a big fan of the Tallyman, but it wasn't his character. It was more like the arc... But I would I would say I I would say one of the characters because I really want to pick one. I kind of feel like you, Pat, where I'm like, I don't know if anybody stood out as just being like, a, I did not like this guy. Right. I didn't. I don't know. I'm I'm with I. So in a way, I kind of agree with both of you. I felt like there are times where Asriel is a bit repetitive. And mm-hmm. but I don't think he would be to a point where. I could say, oh, he was my least favorite character, though. I felt like the as a whole, there weren't any outstanding characters that I would be like, oh, I absolutely didn't like them. But there were times where I was like, okay, Ezreal, we get it. Or times where I was like, okay, Tallyman, yeah, I can't tell if it's you or Asriel talking. Now, yeah. Tim, I never felt like that. That's probably why I said he's probably my favorite right. character. <laughs> but you know, I think. Not to drag this any, on any longer than it already has. The problem with why Osriel, we're talking about that yeah, with the book, we'll yeah. just mimic. Yes, <laughs> just... the problem with Osriel is that Bruce is such a good character in my mind that this is a first, far step from it. Yeah, in that first book, you got a lot of you know in Nightfall Part One, uh, you got a lot of Bruce, and it was really good. And now you're stuck with Osriel, and the comparison is night and day in my mind that dark night and day yeah dark night (laughs) dark day (laughs) that uh he's just not as good and so if 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 bruce was less of a good character i probably wouldn't care that osriel is or jean paul is as bad as he is so i think that's where my my disconnect is I, i like bruce so much more that having to read more of osriel than bruce is where my you're like, just give me Bruce just, back. I want the just, Batman I yeah. liked reading. Just, just bring the one that's interesting back. <laughs> Please. Okay. I get that. I get that. So what would this what would what would be our out of five on this one? What would you do? What's, just as a reminder, I think from the last part we left off in this trilogy, you were still at a five. I was. But now what would we what would we do? Those Bat batarang bat symbols. I was trying to like that those things he shoots his like little bat razors. Yeah, his bat blades. Bat blades. There, we'll call them bat blades. How many bat blades out of five? Yeah, how many of Azrael's bat blades do you give this? I'm gonna say four and a half. Hmm, it's dropped. It has dropped. dropped. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. In comparison, like by comparison, Night Quest already compared to the begin, like compared to the beginning of Nightfall. I uh, know, right, <laughs> dude? Not even close, though. Like as far as like being like, oh yeah, you should read this. You right. know what I mean? 
Well, so I think I think at the end of mine, I was like a yeah, three point five. Yeah, I think I'll just maintain that. You I'll just maintain keep, it. I'm just gonna keep until the very end. So you're gonna be re- repetitive, like unless it changes, because like, unless it re- <laughs> unless it unless oh, it really goes she's down. She's channeling his inner Asriel too. Yeah, <laughs> wine, wine. <laughs> he's not always whining. Sometimes he's yelling. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I do kind of imagine that he's always kind of like grumbling or yelling when he talks. Like it's very rarely something that would be a normal sound. Right, I'm sure. Including when he's like talking to Commissioner Gordon. He's like, you know, you didn't used to do things like this. You used to like build a case. And he's like, well, I'm getting results, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would give this, I think... I did a four last time, right? Four, four and a half? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Four. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Don't care. We should, you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to put our ratings with each episode. Ooh. That way we can look at our issues Yeah. and see what we rated each one. I'll do that. I'll go back and put it in the spreadsheet. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like um, three and a half. Oh, we're in, this, we're in the same drop, boat? drop to Will's right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about giving it a four because I still enjoyed parts of it, but there were parts this time that I just straight up did not like or didn't enjoy mm-hmm. very much. So I have to drop it a little because that also gives it time that if the next section yeah. is really good, I can bump it back up. Yeah, sure. I want that room. I want is, that this room is to, a, to fluctuate it. This is a working rating, you know. Yeah. Until we reach the actual yeah, end. Yeah, so so this isn't my this is not my rating for Nightfall as an entire thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what this we're This was just just what I'm rating this portion. Right. Yeah. So maybe we'll add a, add them all up. Like we'll give a final in our last mm-hmm. one like months from now. We'll give a final rating, personal rating. But then we'll add up all of our ratings and see how our average compares to our end opinion. That right. would be kind of interesting. It would be. See how close it is. Uh, next week, we are going to be reading the Spider-Verse miniseries they did, right? Right. Oh, yeah, because uh, Enter the Spider-Verse will be coming out. Yep. So the new new Spider-Man movie, Miles, is back. It's looking super cool. Uh, so we will be watching that like we did with Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, we this being a, a movie we, we all enjoy the first movie of as well, um, we're going to check out the comic series that is part of that bigger picture. It's a Spider-Verse one that, that intros even some of the characters from the first movie. I know it has like the mech suit like the spider mech girl yeah she's in the comic series like she was she was first introduced in that this is the series that debuted spider gwen um this is where what Mm. she came from cool so yeah i think the series is i there's a uh, two issues that are called enter the spider verse i think and then there's like a six issue part that is the spider verse i think Mm. um there's spinoffs for that like different characters have their own like spinoff shorts and and stuff like that but we're gonna primarily look at the first like that main story hopefully it makes sense because i i don't know how much the spinoffs matter we'll see so we'll see yeah we will indeed 
We will. See what it has to hold for us. We will. That's what Will's mom called him when he was young. We will. We will. <laughs> we will. <laughs> if only that were true. You can't actually say what she called you oh, on this. I'd this have is, to edit uh, it out. Family friendly, yeah. <laughs> we're not allowed to say those words. Just kidding. Okay. Just in case mom was watching this <laughs> or listening. So you faithful listeners, check out the Spider-Verse with us. And we'll catch you on the website. I don't know. On the website. <laughs> check out our website. <laughs> Oof. That was bad. That was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, that's because we're tired. All right. Well, I'm Patrick. Yeah, uh, this is still Will. And I'm Chris. And we are Guys with Issues. And now we want to give an update to the Butt Shovel Contest, right? I yeah. still can't believe we have a contest called the Butt Shovel Contest. <laughs> well, it's, it doesn't have to be called that. It could be called the Guys With Issues first official contest for unofficial merch. It just happens to <laughs> be mean, about a butt shovel. That's a good title. I mean, the Butt Shovel Contest. So we've had some good memorable. guesses this week. People hard yeah. at work, some of them combing the archives. Where we first mentioned Butt Shovels, Issue 5, Constantine. Uh, and there is something in there that might give give a little bit of a direction. That so, really was a crazy issue, wasn't it? It was. Uh, but. Shovel. Shovel. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what are some of the guesses we've had? Is anybody uh, snow Shovel. And Which is not there's been a car. Proper. A guess was a car. There's been a car because it moves your butt. Yeah, shovels your butt along. Uh, we got a chair. I know, like a, a gaming chair, yeah, office chair. Yeah, we got a Ouija board. Oh, I forgot about the Ouija board. Uh-huh. Also, a uh, I guess of Pat's monitor way early on. Way early well, on. That was before the contest, but right. it is not Pat's monitor either. Not. I just wanted to clear that. And My monitor is definitely butt shovel free. Uh, now it is. So, <laughs> I almost. <laughs> so uh, then, uh, we've also had a butt shovel. Like it's a brand <laughs> that is for pork butts for on pork the grill. butts on the grill. Yep. <laughs> Didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Kristoff, for being willing to Google search that. <laughs> it's a dangerous uh, thing to put in your search history. Or not. Maybe he'll get a bunch of good, good now there's grilling gonna be tools. A gr- I was going to say grilling tools up the wazoo. Yeah. <laughs> the wazoo. <laughs> wazoo tools. Uh, but yeah. Were there any others? Any other guesses? Uh, I've had some people just come up to me saying that they're thinking about it. No. That's a weird thing to think about. <laughs> like, We've oh, you poisoned think about, the, I'm you thinking are about butt shovels. No, I think that was everything. Okay. So, the prize pack. The illustrious pot prize pack is still available. Nobody has guessed correctly. And so if you want a prize pack that is worth a Pirate Lord's butt shuffle, contact us. Tell us, what is a butt shuffle? Where can we get one? Maybe we all need one. So, more to come on that. Good luck. Doubt. A ghost butt shuffle. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. And as... Yes, good luck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say, and may the wind be ever at your back. There you go. That works too. Yeah, that works.
You can catch the new issue of Guys With Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our website at guyswithissues.com, where you can listen, find reading lists to follow along, and get to know us better. You can also find us on Instagram at guys underscore with underscore issues, and on Facebook at Guys With Issues. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listener. I'm trying to pull up my I'm trying thing. to figure out how to use this. So That is called a phone. So first Patrick. off, you can text people with it. You can really call people it. with it. And nowadays you can even get on this thing called the internet what